Welcome to the Coach House Beacons. Hi, it's Andy here with today's Beacon. Now, yesterday, if you were listening, Melanie told you part of the story of our misadventures on a tandem bike whilst we're on holiday in the Cotswolds. Now, I'm not sure that I came out of that story smelling of roses. Although the pair of us almost did literally on a couple of occasions as we wobbled our way towards some lovely gardens. It seemed like a good idea at the time, I must admit. But needless to say, tandem riding wasn't our forte. Maybe we're not supposed to be together on a bike. However, God's intention is definitely for us to be together with him. Now on Saturday, I had the privilege of officiating at the wedding of my son, Matthew, to his bride, Rosie. It was a fantastic occasion, even in these times of restricted numbers and masks. Nothing deterred us from putting on a good show, and the Coach House family rallied around to turn the church into a stylized lounge with sofas and lights to create a homely, intimate feel. I think intimacy is the right word. Having 14 guests meant that many could not come to witness the day, but the fortunate ones who were there got to be part of the wedding I suspect from a closer and more personal way than usual, really feeling part of the proceedings. All in all, everything worked out for the good, and it was certainly a beautiful and heartfelt wedding to be part of. We were reminded that it's always been God's intention that man and woman should dwell in harmony, not only with each other, but in relationship with him. In the Bible, Ecclesiastes 4 verse 9 tells us, Two people are better off than one, so they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help, but someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Likewise, two people lying together can keep each other warm, but how can one be warm alone? A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better, for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. So when God is part of a marriage, it's stronger for it. A triple braided cord is not easily broken. A man and a woman are designed to be in relationship with each other, but also with God. In fact, we are all designed to be in relationship with God, whether we have a marriage partner or not. Now this passage is often quoted at weddings, and with good reason, because not everything in life will go as planned. If you'd viewed the original plans for Matt and Rose's wedding from a year ago, pre-COVID, then we would have proof positive that we don't always get what we want in the way that we intend it. Life throws up all kinds of challenges, and it's good to know that when it does, we're not alone. God is there, shaping us, proving us, and demonstrating his grace and mercy towards us. We might not get everything right, but I'm sure that if we submit our ways to the Lord, He will govern our steps and is able to keep us through the fire list of storms. Which reminds me of a story found in the Bible. It concerns men who were well acquainted with the sea, fishing, sailing and the inevitable storms. Many were fishermen and before Jesus called them to be his disciples, their jobs entailed packing the nets into the boats, sailing out onto the sea and catching the fish, whatever the weather. 
The whole point of the story is that they could rely on their own experiences and skills. So what can we learn? Well, let's read the story from Jesus Calming the Storm, which we'll find in Mark chapter 4, verse 35. As evening came, Jesus said to his disciples, let's cross to the other side of the lake. So they took Jesus in the boat and they started out, leaving the crowds behind, although other boats followed. But soon a fierce storm came up. High waves were breaking into the boat and it began to fill with water. Jesus was sleeping at the back of the boat with his head on a cushion. The disciples woke him up shouting, Teacher, don't you care that we are going to drown? So here we are, our brave, experienced fishermen, panicking as the storm began to rise around them. Now, I don't know if this storm was perhaps a bit stronger than their previous experiences, but whatever the reason, they began to panic as the water entered the boat and their response was to rudely interrupt Jesus, who was flat out, having a kip, sleeping through the turmoil, head on a pillow. Jesus was at peace, while the disciples were in panic mode. The story continues, When Jesus woke up, he rebuked the wind and said to the waves, Silence! Be still! Suddenly the wind stopped, and there was a great calm. Then he asked them, Why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? The disciples were absolutely terrified. Who is this man, they asked each other. Even the wind and the waves obey him. The truth of this story is that perhaps the disciples really didn't have faith in Jesus. Maybe they didn't realise quite who he was at this point. But they were soon to experience his power and authority, even over the weather. The point is that having Jesus in your boat is a pretty good idea. Not because we can use him when we run out of our ideas, although if we're truthful, this is often how we treat him, but because having Jesus in our lives is the third strand, gives us strength and calm, even when all around us is out of control. Jesus gives us peace and a beautiful assurance of his presence. And it is this which makes the difference in our lives. Jesus makes our lives complete because we have an assurance of the promises of God written on our hearts. We can think about tomorrow and our eternity rather than the struggles of today. Whatever your circumstances or struggles in life, let us remember that we are needy of grace. And perhaps this will help us to show more grace to one another. The more difficult it gets, the more opportunity you have to show love. Christ died for the ungodly. And the commitments made in marriage are regardless of whether the other person holds up to their end of the bargain or not. Life can be rocky at times, but Jesus can and should be the focus of all of our relationships. We may fail each other from time to time, but Jesus is completely trustworthy. Cast all your burdens upon the Lord, the Bible says, and he will care for you. Put God first in all that you do. Commit yourself to his ways rather than your own, and he will not fail you. Now Jesus tells us that marriage is a picture of the relationship that the church, the bride, has with Jesus, the bridegroom. Jesus has given his righteousness to those who make up the church, and in a day to come, Jesus will return for his church, and we will be together forever in a place without decay or turmoil. Marriage is the earthly image of God's amazing designs for mankind. 
He is completely faithful and will never forgo his promises. Marriage is supposed to display to the world true relationship and a spiritual intimacy with God. We should never be afraid to admit that we need help. The greatest expression that we can give to the Lord is our need of him. He will give you strength and healing. Now we've been looking at prayer in our Sunday services and we can see over and over again that the prayers throughout the Bible are based on the need for us to be rescued. We need rescuing. It's as simple as that. And because God desires for us to have a relationship restored with him, he sent us a rescuer, one that has been promised right from the start. When Adam and Eve decided that they could go it alone and trusted their own desires and instincts rather than obey a loving God who had provided everything for them, God promised to send them help, to rescue them from their predicament, the same predicament that exists today. Sin separates us from God and we need rescuing and restoring back into the intended relationship. And God sent our rescuer in Jesus. All that we need to do is to call out for help. Coach House Beacons, the Coach House Church Daily Devotional. To find out more, join us on Facebook, Instagram or on our website at www.coachhousechurch.org.